0: Let's go!
1: What's up guys? Welcome back to Binge Town TV. I am Paul, your host, and the crew I have with me today is Jimmy, B. Toms, and Kyle. Uh, we are back with our Binge with us series talking Spartacus, Blood, and Sand. 10 second recap of how this works is two of us have seen the show before and two of us are watching it for the first time. Um, this episode of Binge Town will be talking about episodes eight through eleven. Um, Because last time we got a little passionate and went a little over our time limit, so we had to cut an episode, but we're going to go 8 through 11 on this episode, and then we're going to finish up the series with episode 12 and 13 next time. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Spartacus TV Reddit. Um, You guys are killing it with all the support. I mean, username 000000002, like you're the man. I want to be friends with you um but yeah seriously uh thank you for all the support it really helps and makes us want to do this even more so we appreciate it but with that being said let's get into it um episode 8 starting off pretty sweet mark
2: of the brotherhood hell yeah we start off with our titular character spartacus it's just a Spartacus victory montage. Finally, they're not even highlighting any specific fight. All they just want to say is Spartacus is the new top dog in Capua.
0: Finally, getting those dubs you've been asking for. Uh, Brian. You know I love them, but
2: anyway, so there's not really much to go into in in terms of the victory montage, except that Spartacus is is just being a badass. Uh, the first characters and dialogue that we see is Alithia, who is showing that she's just so bored of watching Spartacus beat everybody that, that is going up to him. And Salonius is there, of course, pulling the strings as he does, saying stuff like, oh, well, yeah, of course it's boring. How's Badiatis doesn't even have another champion to, to put up? Salonius, he's salty. He's yeah, salty. He just,
0: they're, they're both just bitching.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and Badiatis tells her that there's a new batch of slaves coming in tomorrow, and Lucretia should visit, and that gets her going a little bit. Alithia.
2: Alithia Alithia should visit. Alithia. What did I say, Lucretia? Yeah. I'm
0: sorry. Yes, Alithia. Mm -hmm.
2: So anyway, the next scene is going to be the slave auction. Uh, So we're in the markets, and Dr. points out right away that uh, it's a pretty battered bunch. Only three people stick out to him. Immediately, the Gaul Segavax and the German brothers Duro and Aegon? Argon? Uh,
1: what, what is that guy's name? It's I, I Agron and Duro. Duro Agron. is the young one. I call them the two brothers. Yeah, because, the German yeah, brothers. The yeah. I trust Doctor,
3: you know, Doctor has got the eye. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean,
1: they're there looking at the, the stand, and, you know, all of a sudden, mm. Salonius, you know, snakes his way up behind it. Because, of course, like, they can't just, like, be in the same place. They always have to like sh- give shots to each other real quick.
3: Salonius must he just must enjoy getting his ass kicked, like both in life and verbally by Body, <laughs> Body Attis, because it just happens repeatedly.
1: Yeah, I mean in the beginning, uh first few episodes, Salonius was <clears throat> definitely, you know Yeah, he seemed...
0: was he was getting his fair share of gloating in, so
1: Yeah, but Body is just returning it like a hundredfold. Yeah, because it's so the goats,
2: they're, they're very
0: similar people though, Body Attis and
2: Salonius. And Salonius wants to keep, you know, keep your friends close, enemies closer. He is just waiting for that small slip up of Badiatis to cash in and reclaim his reclaim his former glory. So that's that's why he's always about. But it kind of sucks for him because he is just consistently getting shit on by Badiatis. Oh
1: yeah. And like the first thing Badiatis says to him is like, Salonius, I'd hope to see you here buying men for Spartacus to slaughter. (laughs) And it's just so much better because Salonius was the one that kind of helped make a name for Spartacus it was Salonius's recommendation when Magistrate Calavius was at Badiatus's Ludus when they were trying to find an opponent for Theocles he said Crixus well Badiatus said Crixus and then it was Salonius's recommendation it was like Spartacus and that is what skyrocketed him so this is just probably just the worst thing for him to watch.
2: So this scene closes with Salonius putting trying to bid up on one of the slaves and Badiata says oh I grow weary of of tossing pennies around I'll take the lot and just completely outbids anybody else and they um, he immediately buys all the slaves Doctore says you know Overpaid, you, for you totally overpaid Overpaid for this You well, know that And he says It was worth every penny To see that That scumbag Salonius in his place he, well, He's just doing it For Salonius What
1: did it uh, Start You know Him and Salonius Were going back On the bids It was like Five denari Ten denari 15 and then what? He Salonius? Goes straight, oh. Salonius? said 25. Yeah.
0: And then Badiatis is like 100.
1: 100, <laughs> yo. Yeah. It
3: was like, ah, yeah. that big dick energy. Yeah, it's it definitely is. a flex. We'll That's talk a little bit equation. more about the big dick energy. <laughs> yeah. a later. If he
1: lived in this time, he would be throwing ones in a strip club, but instead he was
2: throwing hundreds. <laughs> well, <laughs> throwing <laughs> hundreds. There you go. So... Don't worry. Uh, so a new batch of slaves is gonna be coming to the Ludus soon. The next scene we have is Crixa and Lucretia. Crixus and Lucretia. You turned him into a female. Crixus and Lucretia, and Crixus is bad in the sack.
0: Yeah, he's not performing very well, you know. And then, what do you uh, mean, dude? Uh, that I, that looked like me if I look <laughs> in the mirror. I mean, he was top. Yeah, I mean, of, that's Crixus, like top of my game. Uh, I heard that, man, but for whatever whatever <laughs> happened, Lucretia wasn't pleased, man. She was not pleased. Oh, well, she's selfish, though. So. And then we uh, we fast forward to Crixus. He's talking to Navia, and he tells her he's not performing on purpose because she he wants Lucretia to get bored of him, and he wants her to stop asking. He you, wants only Navia.
2: You alone occupy my thoughts. Yeah, Crixus gets too much pussy. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> too yeah. much pussy for Crixus. He's got
2: to pick and choose which ones he wants, and he's you know he can't deal with Lucretia anymore. You got to respect it, honestly. Plays We've all been line. there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> we can have an, a we can have a separate podcast about that. <laughs> me and Kyle. Anyway, so we fast forward. The new recruits are arriving at the Ludus, and it's kind of the same old song and dance as it, we're having flashbacks to episode two, where Spartacus is entering the Ludus, um, and-, and of course, there's a new champion. But the dialogue between Doctor a, he kinda singles out one of the one of the new recruits and it's it's funny watching that same scene play out.
1: The younger younger German brother, Duro. Of course right. he was the idiot that said sand. <laughs> right. Well, was the question? It was like what's what's beneath your feet? And he was like, Sand.
3: <laughs> yeah, and they all fucking laugh. Yeah. <laughs> all, That's a good duro. Sand. sand. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um
1: Yeah, I'd, and then you know, when Doctor calls out the champion, you know, Spartacus walks up and just, r- like, word for word, what Krixis said, except yep. way more gusto because Spartacus is way cooler than Crixis.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
1: Yeah, I know. that's That could spark a conversation in its own, but we'll save that for another time. Uh,
2: those were just heavy words. Anyway, <laughs> though, uh, the regular scene gets interrupted by Alithia, Alithia walking in. And immediately, she just wants to see all the new recruits' cocks. And does, Body Artist is just like, all right, what you want to see, I shall provide. And they all start dropping... Uh, dropping trout. Their dr- <laughs> dropping trout. Yeah, there you go. It turns out Segavax, Segavax a.k.a. Jacques Picard. Yeah,
1: he's a real Jacques Picard. Fucking hanging dong. <laughs> and
2: I quote, Varro has a horse cock. I, what were they putting bets on? So...
1: Uh, you know, when Spartacus first went to the Ludus as a recruit, um, they, Crixtus and Barco were putting bets on who would make it through um, and get the mark right. of the brotherhood. Um, that's why Asher was like, come on, you Thracian bitch, because you know what Spartacus is right, doing. Right, right. So, you know, now they're voting on it, except it's Varro voting. And he said, like, you know, 10 denarii on the fool who spoke, meaning right. Duro. And then, as soon as as soon as they dropped Trow, he was like, oh, "Dude, never mind." Everything on the man with the horse. Guy. Yep.
3: <laughs> Don't you think it could be like a little bit of a disadvantage having
1: a dick that big? Dude, just more energy. Down. Yeah, more energy. Dude, I mean, bigger target. You got waiter. a little
3: slice on that thing. And well, I'm on my knees. Uh, we'll arena. talk about
1: that later. Well, yeah. that's Spartacus' montage. The first memory of him in the arena was him sliding between a dude's leg and slicing his schlong. So. That
2: it sucks so much. Because <laughs> you don't do, – that's not a lethal blow, a slice to the schlong. Oh, oh, like Jimmy Try said. Try saying we'll that uh, three times fast. <laughs> slice to the schlong. Slice
3: to the schlong. Slice to the schlong. Slice to the schlong.
2: That was oh, bad. That was pretty good. good. Yeah, not bad.
1: Um, yeah, uh, so can that gonna...
2: conclude the schlong time? That well, can't. no, yeah. not yet. Well, not yet. It's <laughs> no. going oh yeah, to back come back up. Oh my gosh, actually. It's going to come back up. Anyway, though, point being, Alithia decides to buy Segavax.
1: Mm-hmm, and now she is uh, now So she Alinista. is now his,
2: his patron. Alinista,
1: basically. Yes. She, yeah, basically. And i her own slave, Alinista. Alinista. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, So now we get a scene, uh, fast forward a little bit. Well, actually, during this scene, Lucretia talks to Alithia and he talks or she talks her into inviting her important friends over so that she can get to know them. You know, obviously always scheming, trying to get the house name, uh, raising that value. Um, but then we fast forward a little bit. We have Crixus telling the to recruits that they can't eat. They need to wait, slamming this, the bowls out of their hands, just uh, like the early season. Like right out of the
1: night walk, too. I mean, they had the night walk with the big. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then, awesome scene with Spartacus. He stops him. He tells him they can eat. Let them eat. And Crixus is saying, what the hell do you care about these recruits? And Spartacus says, he just want, he just wants you to know, or I just want you to know, that you're not the champion of capital anymore. You don't make those decisions. I do. Yeah. That, <laughs> Let I mean, them eat. There's a so the new bald.
2: top dog in town. New and sheriff. I love the power dynamic because Crixus was kind of like a dick. Like, he ran the place. And Spartacus... Still does, but he's kind of just morally just, and he's not going to use that power to just be a, an asshole to right. recruit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Krixus was a dick, pretty much just to be a dick, just because he could. Yeah, because uh, nobody can take on the champion. Yeah. I mean, there you're was the a top. Very...
3: I mean, for lack of, a, I mean, you're the top slave. You're gonna rub that into the other slaves that you're still
0: a higher than they are. <laughs> right, and, and and like we always said throughout all these episodes, he's a brother in the brotherhood. They're not yet, so that's he sees himself way above them.
1: Um, One sweet little detail about that line is right after Spartacus says that he's like, "You're no longer the champion." It pans to Asher, and he's like eating a snack. And his jaw literally drops and he starts smiling. He's like,
0: oh, I I literally have in my notes that Asher just sits there and is eating his snack and smiling constantly while shit's going down. He's just scheming. Whatever it is, nuts, whatever he's eating, he's just constantly just like smiling and snacking, dude. I
2: actually, I hope I don't wind up eating these words but i love the character asher i i was
0: gonna say the same thing The like he is so
2: interesting to follow and watch because he's so he's he plays the political game like a body artist does but like he he's from the slaves point of view he's kind of just good at pulling all those strings and that's why i gravitated to characters like varus and Littlefinger in game of thrones and he's just kind of one of those survivors who just yeah, and he yeah. gets more a bottom and more feeder that is very clever and smart.
1: Yeah, it's like a uh, Murphy from The Hundred. He's Definitely. just like cockroach. He'll always, uh, he'll always live somehow. Like he's also got the connects too, and um, like he, if you needed anything done, you talk to him. Um, which is funny because you know the next scene is him
2: with the women, exactly. Uh yeah, and he he walks right past Crixus <laughs> and kind of like kind of belittles him. Crixus says, "Was is this a mistake? You passed me, Asher?" He says, "Where's my coin?" Dominus says, "You're you're not part of this deal anymore. Not until you start getting back on the back on the sand and and getting." Wins. Asher is having the time of his
3: life, both watching Crixus get knocked down a peg and then physically doing it himself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's and, living it. Mean, right.
1: Bark dead too, because that he, uh, whole deal got wrapped up, and Crixus is like, you know, not a threat to him anymore. So Asher is like the happiest he's been in a long time.
0: Right. Yeah. Crixus takes a lot of L's in this uh, coming up until he finally starts rising again. Also in this scene,
2: uh, Varro decides to take. A whore as yeah. his winnings instead of getting paid in money. Spartacus sees and looks disapprovingly like a like an older brother, mm-hmm. or something. Weird yeah.
1: eye contact in the middle of He's sex not mad. A
2: he's just upset. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, he expected yeah. better yeah. from Varro.
1: Well, I mean, also Varro earlier this episode, um, you know, the the when they were eating, the gladiators were you know rolling die and gambling, and Varro right. was you know eyeing it up. He was like, you know what. Maybe I will mess around and gamble a little bit So he's he's going down a dark path
2: starting to slip back into his old habits Uh, So moving on though There was a good moment where Segavax is kind of like talking up Spartacus I think it was to the German brothers Saying that he's an inspiration And he's something to aspire to um, and then there's a quick scene in the Ludus where he's sparring one of the other new recruits and he, he kills him, essentially. Yeah. It was yeah. one of the new recruits that was saying, if I work as hard as Spartacus, I, ca- I can reach such heights. And then the next scene is Segavax just manhandling him. And I think he just pushes him up against a spike that's conveniently oh <laughs> <laughs> sticking Necadest out of a weird. wall in the Ludus. So, so
1: funny because it was exactly like... Episode four in the pits when Spartacus is about to go to the pits with the fugitiva guy. And he's like, before he goes, you know, he's like, F this, like, I'm going to kill them all. And next scene is just him dying and getting his face cut off. That's exactly what this guy Mm -hmm. was. He was like, I'm going to become the champion and gain my freedom. And then, you know, next thing he's dead.
3: (laughs) Can't talk about it. You got to be about it in the Lunas.
1: Yep. Yep. Didn't hear Spartacus talking about it
2: so the next scene is Crixus in the medicus we learn that his recovery is still one to three fortnights away uh he at he's begging Badiatus to let him train uh Badiatus says no he wants to take care of his investment uh this is where Asher kind of starts to plant the seed that maybe he's past his prime maybe you might want to cash in on the investment of Crixus while you still can and Otis seems receptive. Says, "Go out and just find his current value." And Lucretia is not having it. She is very upset and
0: starts arguing on Crixus's behalf. Right, and Navia is visibly upset too, but she obviously can't say anything.
1: Um, one real cool little um, detail they Asher and Badiatis had in that conversation. Badiatis says, "Did Doctores, aka or did Animus, a k, a Doctores?" Injuries from Theocles take this long to heal. And Asher says, considerably less. So that's, that's our boy, Doctor. How do you know the goat? Detective Doctor? So
0: flash forward a little bit, and we have Navia telling Crixus, who does not believe you know, that Badiatis would try to figure out what his worth is and try to actually sell him. She urges him to show Badiatis that his time has not passed and he's still the same fighter. And this leads to a pretty crazy scene where Crixus challenges Spartacus, and he gets his ass handed to him. Another L. Yeah, that was one. Spartacus takes care of him.
2: Yeah, this is just definitively saying, I don't think Crixus is really coming to terms with, with how much the the vibe in the Ludus has shifted. Right. And he he's not willing to accept Spartacus as the champion yet. And he he learns real quick that he's gonna have to get used to that and and earn his keep back up to the top. Right, it's tough to swallow for him. He's yeah, a very Zico prideful can't... character. He's written that way, and you know I would expect nothing less. But he had to physically be, you know, just battered and bloodied to actually finally accept the reality mm-hmm. of his situation.
1: And it's sweet because it's episode two, like mirrored again. Right, you know Spartacus was fighting the champion Crixus. And then he got a, made a demonstration to all the new like recruits and gladiators, and now the roles are completely switched. Right.
2: This is cool. This episode was cool how they kind of kept harping back on, on plot lines in episode two. I, I really liked the callbacks, because you're seeing it through different eyes this time.
0: So next we have Asher in the marketplace, and he's inquiring about Crixus, and Salonius comes up to him and tries to bribe him, and... One of my favorite lines of this episode, and from our boy Asher, is, I may be a villain, but I'm not your villain. Love <laughs> he them. knows. Our boy, Asher. Um, so now we have Lucretia, Alithia, and her friends hanging out at the Ludus when the friends ask for a private meeting with Spartacus. During this meeting, Spartacus speaks out of turn and tells Alithia what we already know. Glaver's a little bitch. Oh, yeah. So, Alithia tells Lucretia he should be crucified for that statement, and her friends say, for what? He's telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got
1: him. Uh, Yeah, anything that embarrasses her or makes her feel bad just makes me feel really good. I hate Alithia. That was such a
2: wild scene, because... W- wasn't Alithia, like, cutting him because one of her, yeah. her friends wanted the blood that's, like, a...
0: Old school Viagra? Exactly. Right. That <laughs> was such a bizarre <laughs> said, Yeah, she's saying she can... Because uh, Lucretia said, don't do it too deep, right? And she says, pretty much, I can do what I want, right?
1: Yeah. Right. Y- yeah, and then, you know, Spartacus This was
2: great—I love how Spartacus just put, snapped right back and put her in her place, yep. deservedly so, because sh- I feel like she, at this point, has insecurities that she even knows that Glabber's a little bitch boy. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that was our first introduction to
0: Lycinia, one right. of Alithia's friends. And I don't
2: you, think we got her name in that scene, but we know her. Yeah, so we yeah, do. Yeah.
0: Event, I don't have her in my notes with a name. I'm not sure if I mm-hmm. caught it or not, but— mm-hmm. She obviously comes in the play later. Yeah, she gives a little, uh,
1: her and Lucretia have a little talk at the end before she leaves, and she, you know they know that there's going to be a little um, relationship later.
2: So there's another scene with Crixus and Navia, wherein Navia understands that Crixus is kind of on the brink, and she says, you need to curry some favor with Lucretia. You got to get in that bedroom, bang her, and bang her real good. Do
0: your thing.
2: And boy does he! He does, uh, man. Crixus is back.
1: Guess who's back? Back again. Crixus back. The love friend. Oh my God, it was incredible. Um, I was not
3: expecting that out of you. That was a nice little vibe right there. Yeah, thank you.
1: Um, that's one of my favorite poets of all time, Marshall Mathers. So Spartacus actually talks to Varro and tries to, you know, he gave him back his gambling money. He's telling him, "Hey, you're going down the wrong path." Yeah, I know things aren't looking good, but you know, you gotta get your act together.
2: Thank you, your wife, thank you, your kid, like Right you know, and th- st-
0: stop shisting around. And that's where Varro actually says for the first time out loud, right, that she's pregnant with another man's child. And Spartacus says, Well, it's your fault for letting this happen because you're here because of your gambling debt, because of that. You weren't there to protect her. She's alive and he should and you should respect your wife.
1: Right. Yeah, so, you know, Varro's feeling a little shitty about himself. Um, and then, um, Alithia asked for a private council with Segavax. Um, you know, the, she goes in, basically says, I bought you, I'm your owner, I'm your lanista. Like, do you know what that means? means
0: I have to do, that means you have to do everything I say. And as and soon as she says to him, like, are you looking for freedom? You can see he looks up at her. And his eyes light up a little bit, and she says, you know, you do what I say, and you'll get everything you want. So now we're sitting in the bathhouse, and we have Spartacus conveniently alone. Sitting. Sh- shaving his legs or yeah. something. Um, and someone comes up behind him. We find it's Segavax, and he uh, attempts to choke him out, and he's going for the kill. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got that rope. But look, who
2: else? Yeah, looks like he's gonna get the kill. But who else stumbles upon the scene than than Crixus, who doesn't even think twice, immediately just, you know, comes to the aid of whoever was being jumped. Uh, you know, tackles Segovax, uh, and saves Spartacus. And he yep. actually they have an exchange where he takes some blows. It wasn't an easy thing for him
1: to yeah, do. He's but, still healing too. Yeah, we
3: talked about him taking yeah. L's, but this is a. A second W that he just stacked up before the episode's over, and a third W, in my eyes, is the quote that he drops at the end. when He says, I didn't save Spartacus. I saved a brother who shares the mark. You've earned a glorious death and will die at the hands of a gladiator. I fucking awesome. love that. Yeah. That I is so that badass. I have all, that exact quote. Like, yep, yeah, they exactly. all have that respect. It doesn't matter really what house you're in, but if you're a gladiator, like you've earned... The ability to die at the hands of a gladiator, Body which is artist. basically
2: what you said earlier when they get in the fight over the food.
0: Was exactly, like, exactly. Yeah,
2: Body, or uh, er, excuse me, is more than anyone else, almost. He he really buys into the idea of the brotherhood and like yeah. the honor and glory of it all. I, lo- I love that quote.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is... him and barca man. R. I. P. Yeah, rips in I mean, the that's chat. Probably in my eyes, almost the best okay. way to respond. I mean, if
3: you're you get sold, you become a gladiator. That's your one chance. To like try to get freedom
1: and earn a life for yourself, then why not buy all the way the fuck in? Yeah, yeah. Try to kill the champion and yep. dip real quick. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I uh, don't think I could do it personally. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and you know the next scene that you want the next scene to happen to you is that what you want? No, I That's don't what want to So to the next
2: scene is kind of just the fallout of Segavax's failed murder attempt on Spartacus it goes right to Badiatis. uh who's talking with Asher and says Asher tell everybody Crixus is no longer for sale it doesn't matter cuz he saved the champion Spartacus He can't sell him now and uh, w <laughs> Alithia starts walking in from the back of the scene and Badias is like "Ah, the snake arrives walking as if human and he just <laughs> storms out because he know he knows he can't fuck with Alithia because she's the Legatus's is it's all very political, but he's just like, ah, oh, she's a snake. Just, I, yeah. I don't want to deal with yeah. her right now. It's funny
3: how the, the, the difference between the games that are played on the sand and then the games that are played on the balcony mm-hmm. and in this Ooh. upper level of the Ludus. Yeah. Well
2: said. Cool. I mean, well, club, club, I would club, be
3: better club. at the games, I guess, up top. I'd probably get my ass kicked on the sand, but I could be an Asher, I guess. Bust yeah. my leg up, go yeah. into
2: retirement, and then start I'd, buying I'd, pr- horses. I'd probably be Spartacus. Oh,
1: yeah, I, I bet. bet is, I that's bet. probably me.
2: Anyway, Alithia plays dumb because why would she admit to that? And Segavax gets crucified and his cock chopped off. Uh, because that is what happened when you go against your brothers in the in the Ludus. Wow. It was shocking. Iconic. This it was
0: like I was not expecting to see that. I cannot they it. <laughs> I cannot they get it, it out of my head, honestly. With Game of Thrones. Seven years or yeah, seven seasons for Game of Thrones, right? Eight, bro. Eight. Well, I guess uh, we don't talk about the eighth. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> eight. No, that's funny. Of all the eunuch talk, <laughs> of all the Unsullied talk, I just I thought maybe if it's ever gonna happen, it would be there. And we got we got away with it for eight years, and pff, one season of Spartacus, and I'm seeing cock chopped off. Oh, my that God. was
2: wild. Just this, it stump. was dump, absolutely wild. And that's what we end
0: the episode
2: on yeah, it's we'll a zoom out from up close <laughs> and then it's credits and they just left me with a dickless guy crucified <coughs> screaming and I'm in like vain. uh okay and I, I just had week. to trudge yeah. on to the next episode yeah.
1: last episode we got I am Spartacus at the end an iconic moment and this we got dickless Sega Vax
2: and the very fitting name for our next episode episode 9 whores that's the name of the episode <laughs> just a whores <laughs> Uh, so we start out episode nine we are in the ludus uh, we actually see the german brothers sparring with people and we kind of find out that the bigger german brother is significantly well, better than argon is better than duro
1: yeah agron um agron. the older brother yeah. and
0: we do see that they now both have the mark on their arm yeah
1: so they yeah, are right. accepted as gladiators and they l- mentioned
3: i think I don't know if it's this early in the episode that it's 2 weeks later.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Um Duro, the older brother, is fighting with Agron, um gets his ass kicked and get thrown on the ground and he's like, "Ah, it's been 2 weeks and like this Mark still hurts like a bitch." Right. And, and Agron's like, "Yeah, well, I got the Mark too, and I'm not bitching mm-hmm. about it." They're awesome. They're great. So what we
2: also find is Spartacus is an absolute beast with two swords. He, he's sparring with Varro, but he's he's working up on Varro. He's just so solidified as the champion of the Ludus right now. Yeah, he really but, is. But he's working the double sword style, um, and we find that Varro wrote to Aurelia, uh, but hasn't gotten a reply yet. Spartacus cautions him to get his mind back on the fighting and being a gladiator. A quote is, strike it from your mind or find your brains in the
0: sand. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Quick sidebar here. when We have the I Am Spartacus end of the episode, and then we have the W's, the montage. How much time actually goes by? Do we know that part? Because he gets damn good in that time period. Yeah. I, I believe they show... Seven or
1: eight deaths. Uh, I tried to. Count. I mean, that has to be a, long, a good amount of time. I mean, yeah, seven or eight games. Yeah, is, you know, that, at that would least be a while. A yeah, I was just making. I have sure. no way to gauge
2: it, but definitely yeah. enough to assume that he's gotten significantly stronger and that much better of a fighter. I'm oh not sure, yeah. maybe yeah. I was gonna
3: ask months? this question at the end of the first episode, but I didn't want to ruin anything by my answer to it. But what weapons would you guys use? I was going to say double sword right
1: off the bat Yeah, he's I mean, such we, a badass. Uh, last with episode, yeah.
0: last podcast episode, we pretty much all agreed, I think, that we were, we're double sword. You kind of seem like a net and stride kind of guy. how dare you? <laughs> uh, um, I don't, I
2: don't know. know if it was me personally. I mean, the double swords look badass. Yeah, he makes him look so I, fucking cool. I would like, I would like I know, a shield. I know, I'm saying I would shield, like, a like a little protection, like a, man. Yeah, I think uh a shield and like a bastard sword would do it for me. Yeah, he that. gets ballsy
3: in the arena.
0: He Spartanico. does. Because other people get like, like I don't I was about to say cloaked up, but they get like armored oh, yeah. the fuck up. Well, like, that's everything, the, that's the other just... thing I wanted to ask because they show a lot of montages coming up in, with the arena, and a lot of guys are way more armored up than our boy. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, you know?
1: it definitely depends on the game or the event that's going on. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and Spartacus I, has, I, like, a sleeve or, like, a small yeah. thing on a chest. And I know it messes
0: with, like, your agility and your nimbleness and stuff if you have heavy armor on, but, you know, I guess it's to each his own. Yeah. So,
2: so. we move forward, and Lucretia is hosting Lycania, it was a new character introduced by name for the first time in this episode. She was one of Alithia's very wealthy and important friends from the last episode that had the interaction with Spartacus. Uh, but she's here alone this time in the Ludus as, as Lucretia's guest. And the context is she is buying a, a mask... Like a, uh, what's the word of that kind of party? What was that? Oh, a masquerade? Uh, yeah. uh, like a masquerade mask of Diana, the goddess of the hunt. Uh, yeah, too. Hunting point. for that dick. Yeah. <laughs> that was low hanging fruit. I'm sorry. <laughs> well,
3: and that's the first
0: time we meet Mirror, right? They take off the mask and Mirror is the one wearing it. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, okay. yeah okay. Beautiful, Boy. beautiful Mirror. Oh, my
1: God. Is she in anything she- else or like she is like a small she's an th- arrow yeah
0: she's oh, yeah, Alyssa. She totally is. Yeah, yeah she's, she's what Raja she's Ghoul's a daughter, Raja daughter yeah, yeah.
1: yeah she's back to spartacus <laughs> <laughs> back to spartacus um i don't know what it is with lucretia lithia and their friends but like whenever they say like bye or whatever like have a moment they just like slap kisses on each other yeah rental lips dude yeah
3: what a stressful friendship they all have too it just seems like they're friends but not actually friends
2: like they have to be friends i feel like that's just a roman thing
1: yeah kiss goodbye is that like just...
2: everybody's just overly sexy and like sexual in this show <laughs> <laughs> okay, both, be- both, yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah uh but anyway so uh, this woman like kenya is here we find out she wants to you know bed b- bed spartacus <laughs> thank you that's the appropriate word but doesn't want anybody to know Lucretia essentially says, how many people have you heard want this kink? And she says, well, I've, I've never heard anybody do this. And Lucretia says, exactly, because we're anonymous. If you want to do it, nobody will ever find out about it. That's why you have the mask. So, Lucretia is trying to set up the Spartacus and Lycania meeting. Alithia then shows up, and she is petty as all hell. Mm-hmm. She's just like, who is this moving in on my friendship with uh, Lucretia?
1: Yeah, Alithia is pissed that they're even hanging out. She's like, oh, like, am I here early? And Lucretia's like, yeah, it's like, I invited you tomorrow for lunch, not today. Mm-hmm. So, she was crashing early because she just didn't want, she, she had FOMO.
0: Yeah, she didn't want to the, them to have yep. alone time. But Alithia does deduce. Lycanea
2: steps out, excuses her. After so,
1: insulting her. Yep. Right. <laughs> About yeah, she gets <laughs> That was a
2: good one, too. I like Lichenia. Uh But finds out Alithia. <laughs> shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's just like, knows, what? he knows there what's yeah. coming. <laughs> um, but Alithia does deduce, deduce that Lykinia was there with the intentions of Of having sex with a gladiator. She kind of deduces that. So the next scene is Lucretia and Badiatis. Lucretia is trying to convince Badiatis that she has control over the whole Alithia situation. That she's not too unpredictable and and brash for her to be able to manipulate. To which Badiatis says, control her like you did with the Segavax situation. He tried to kill Spartacus. You don't have control of her um another lucretia does say about her relationship with lycania though that even alithia has the sense to fear reprisal from the cousin of marcus crassus so we, what we find out is this lycania character is very important or at least has a very important family and about this marcus crassus person Badiata says that man shits gold he <laughs> and he could help me pave uh, it, a relationship with him could help pave my way to a seat in the Korea, which we, for the first time here, the Badiatis has aspirations uh, to gain political standing. Which makes sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. the next obvious
3: step in him trying to just satiate this need for power and money. Right. Yeah. And I mean, dude, they were probably so powerful politicians back in the day-day. Oh, yeah. Back in the day-day. Yeah.
2: Well, back in the day is like, but they're back in the day-day. Politicians are still pretty powerful. Yeah, and true that. day. Anywho, that was a, just a really quick scene where there, there's a couple lines. Uh, the next scene is Badiatis and Spartacus, and Badiatis has to inform Spartacus of the arrangement that was planned.
1: Yeah, and he's like, uh, he's told, you know, the cousin of Marcus Craxis, uh requests him, and he's like, oh. That's a big honor. Who am I to fight? And Badiatis <laughs> is like, uh, No, 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 no. She uh, requires you for other needs. And he's like, I'm to lie with her. And Badiatis goes, And shame all men to follow. Yep. <laughs> of course. Except Crixus, of course. Right.
2: Crixus gets putzing. <laughs> and Spartacus, Spartacus isn't opposed to the idea, but he asks Is this a duty that is required of the champion of Capua? To which Badiata says (laughs) yes, and Spartacus says, then I am your champion. I will perform such duties. So he's really embracing his new role as a gladiator, but a champion of gladiators. And if this is a duty expected of him, then he's going to do it. Next scene, Jimmy. We have Crixus and Asher. There's a literal rattlesnake sounds in the background <laughs> when Asher enters the room. Is there literal rattlesnake sounds?
3: That's it was, awesome. It was awesome. fucking perfect.
0: Yeah. So Crixus is in the is talking with the medicus, and the medicus is telling him that he can return to training in a week or two. And Crixus says, "No, no, I'm coming back tomorrow." Um, and the medicus says, "Okay, if you say so." Our boy Asher visits right behind him, like like Brian said. And has his brace removed. Uh, he says he's ready to return as a gladiator. Crixus mocks him and says, maybe this time you'll stay out of my way. Now, I'm, side note for me, I was not expecting Asher to want to come back as a gladiator. I just always thought his role was going to be what it is. You know,
2: I agree. Yeah, I thought his leg was mangled beyond repair, like right. he was always going to have that limp. Uh, I was excited to yeah. see yeah. him kind of get back into the ring. Yeah, He's a little beefy, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and we'll get to it later. How that storyline progresses with Asher, uh, but the next scene is again Lucretia and Bardias.
0: Yeah, so uh, Lucretia is telling Bardias that she um, is might, or she's having some issues with this uh, thing with Licinia or Lycinia because she thinks that you know maybe it's been a while for Spartacus. I don't know if he's gonna be able to perform. Uh, Bodyada says we'll take care of that. Don't worry. So what's sp-
3: uh, what's Bodyada's doing at this point?
0: <laughs> I'm not getting into that. You can you can do all whatever you want.
1: <laughs> I just love how often it happens. You, you think that they can't get freakier and freakier, but they're literally talking like yeah. strategy yeah, while just chatting shit about yeah. how they're going to
3: take over the world. While they're just he's just casually fucking the slave.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know she's just you know casual nipple pinch and, <laughs> to I which he re- about that. which he responds. Oh,
0: So So (laughs) loud yeah. Is that that what everybody else sounds like? So Spartacus returns to his room to go to bed, and he finds Mira naked and waiting for him. Now, I don't know how he does it, but he refuses her... (laughs) And sends her away. Now, is this where she says, you know, um, you know, am I not pleasing to you? Is that, am I not what you want? He says, all I want is sleep right now. I mm-hmm. desire only yeah, sleep yeah.
1: and the absence of dreams.
0: Right, exactly. Spartacus,
1: iron-willed, love it. Yeah, it's shades of uh, doctorate not being able to drink. Yeah, any we,
2: comparison to Doctore is a good comparison damn right. for sure. That I is mean, high priest. I'm missing Doctor right now. Yeah, to he be wasn't honest. in episode nine too much. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, at the he same time, what out.
1: the hell are you doing, Spartacus? Mira is right there. She's yep. He's playing hard to get, <laughs>
2: and Mira is kind of picking up on that. Mira's best. <laughs> uh, anyway, the next scene is a little high school love scene between Navia and Crixus. They don't really say anything too important. Um... The next next scene is Crixus's triumphant return to the Ludus. Mm-hmm. And Doctore greets him with a, my spirit source to see you once more upon the sands. Crixus replies, the underworld would not have me. Oh, <laughs> oh. stack of W's, dude. What also, I love they've done it before, but I love the gladiator handshake where they just clasp the yeah, yes. Me and Paul used to do
1: that so much back in the <laughs> day. Yeah. Um, another cool intro, right as Crixus is walking out, you see Varro and Spartacus just crossing streams, pissing off the cliff. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so they did that back in the day, too. That's cool. Yeah, that. Me and Paul used to do that all the time back <laughs> in the day, too. Uh, and then Varro goes, the undefeated Gaul returns. Spartacus hits him with a, perhaps it is time he should choose a new name. Damn right. So he did catch it out now.
2: Yeah. So Asher also tries to make a return to Not the Not very
0: triumphant for him. He had a good speech lined up, though. Yeah. And I mean, and it, I, they're all laughing at him. I mean, I feel like if I'm a gladiator at this point, I should know that he's kind of dangerous, not necessarily as a gladiator, but with what he can do with his other, you know, yeah. skills. But this right. kind of
3: goes back to what we talked about when we talked about last episode when you have, they have respect for each other with those with the mark and those yeah, in the arena. And they don't really, I feel like they don't see him on that level with themselves anymore, anymore. I, mean, I he, guess. he's yeah. lower than they
2: are. Yeah. So So right when he tries to step back onto the Ludus, Badiatis calls him, summons him from the balcony, and asks for a word. Um, Asher is trying to beg and plead. He wants the honor and glory back. He wants to fight, and he's referencing several of his past victories. So we kind of get some lore into Asher that he was a decent gladiator back in the day, but Badiatis says those are minor victories long-forgotten. Uh, the crowd no longer yearns for you. And a great quote is, Your cunning is sharper than any gladiator's sword. I would not risk it on errands of foolish pride. Body Otis knows what he has in Asher, and he's worth infinitely more to him as kind of this shyster than as an actual gladiator. So
1: true. 100%. I mean, he wouldn't be able you know, to get nearly as much done without Asher's connections of like the dark, you know the dark side of the like village with all the slave traders and the guy with its stupid marks on his face.
2: (laughs) So another quick scene is Lucretia and Navia. uh, I guess Lucretia is taking a bath, milk milk bath, bath. a milk Mm -hmm. bath. Exactly. And I just thought it was so funny that Lucretia tells Navia, if you notice Crixus attempting to conceal anything from me, you better tell me. Meanwhile, Navy is like fucking Crixus yeah. on the side. <laughs> um, because and then Mira Mira comes in and tells Lucretia that you know they weren't able to do the deed, and Lucretia gets pretty pissed. She says, "You know you're gonna go back to him tonight, and you guys are gonna bone. Otherwise, like you're gonna die. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then sex next-
3: with the champion of Capua or die. All right? It's a pretty easy
1: choice.
2: I'd do it. Seven yeah. up to the plate."
1: Well, yeah, it's better than death. Way to take one for the team, Kai. Yeah, I got you guys. <laughs> I don't know why I got you guys. It's just me dying, but I got you guys. Yeah.
2: You got us. I appreciate that. That's a comforting thought. Anyway, next scene is in the Ludus. Uh, Crixus obviously has returned to training, and he is kind of just twerping up on uh, on the younger German brother, Duro. Um. And yeah. Duro says, we're not in the the arena. Like, relax. And he says, the world is my arena, pup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crixis
1: is back. He's hungry, man. He wants to prove that he is, you know, still the champion.
2: Right. Uh so Agron sucker punches Crixis. they kind of have this whole scrap. Did I pronounce his name wrong? No, no. You're oh, good. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you were Agron. good that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um Doctor A breaks it up. The twins get
1: half or they're not twins. They're just brothers, but they get half rations. The doctor didn't even break it up. Crixus just manhandles Agron too, and then like, says, right. and then
0: Doctorius says, "Stop!" Right? I mean, he doesn't. Yeah, get in yeah. the middle. But he so, says yes, Crixus does yeah.
2: beat he,
1: up Agron
2: like, right away too. So he, so he takes on both of the German brothers, and then he kind of has just planting the seeds. He he says something in passing to Spartacus about a rematch. He says, "I'm I'm going to be coming for the champ." Yeah, like be ready. Oh, I love me. it.
3: I'm getting hype right now just talking about it. <laughs> yeah.
2: And Lucretia summons Crixus, and they have some pretty passionate sex, and Lucretia says, you will only be mine, Crixus. Like, she, she's <laughs> starting to catch actual feelings for Crixus, <laughs> which is hilarious, knowing that Crixis gets pussy. Yeah! Um, next scene is Asher in the market. Jimmy, you want to take this one?
0: Yeah, so now Asher's a little pissed off that Badiatis refuses attempts to at return to the arena, uh, so he meets up with Salonius in secret, and Salonius pays Asher for his intel. Um, so, you know, earlier he was saying, you know, I'm not, I'm a villain, but I'm not your villain, but now he'll take the money. Uh, so Asher tells him, after receiving the money, that Badiatis intends to take Salonius' life next time he meets with his whore.
1: Desponia. Which is a really pretty name, but it sucks that it's only used this once, and then she's dead. Um, yeah, like Asher says send a different cock in your place or see it removed from your body along with your head. <laughs> oh, Send a different cock. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: not, not a body, yeah, just a Yeah, what a cock. way to dehumanize a person. <laughs> a cock yeah. double. You gotta love it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Asher's scheming behind Body Odyssey's back, which...
0: You know, and, is risky. Yeah, and a quick thing that we didn't get into when Asher goes to the uh, m- to the market, uh, Varro and Spartacus are having a quick little talk, and Varro tells Spartacus that he's out of money to pay Asher to send letters to his wife, and Spartacus gives him the money so that he could send more letters, and Varro says, I'll pay you back. So just getting that bromance a little bit stronger.
1: Plus, Spartacus says to Varro, tell the jackal I will cover the cost. He calls <laughs> Asher a jackal. Like right. They know.
2: So we then see Alithia and Badiatis and Alithia's like having a minor freak out. She's throwing vases against the wall. She has her hair off. She just kinda has that wig scalp covering.
0: And it turns out damn. Now yeah, well it turns out that it's because it's because they had a scene literally right before that. And Alithia tells Lucretia that she can't stop thinking about Licinia betting a gladiator. And, you know, Lucretia at first thinks that it's, you know, it's a secret. Don't tell anybody. Like, you really going to, like, you know, tell, you know, when I told you not to? We're supposed to be friends here. And she says, no, no, no. It's actually because I kind of want to do the same thing, you know. This <laughs> a bitch. So, you know, she says, okay, well, how about Varro? You know, I'll hook you up. No big right. deal. Yeah, may I suggest Varro. <laughs> and Lucretia goes, no, I want our boy Crixis. yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> why, which? Kyle? Why? Because
3: Crixis gets pushed. Oh my Thank God! Thank you
2: for serving me up there. I Take skipped out. that very important scene between Lucretia and Alithia and then we then we fast forward to Lucretia freaking out because Alithia wants Crixus.
1: Yeah, she's throwing vases against the wall. And, you know, Badiatis comes in. And, of course, Badiatis, only thinking about money and power, goes, what slight has caused this costly corruption? Like, just he's like, yep. oh, my God. Like, why you got to break so much stuff?
0: Now, he tells her that they, that they need to swallow their pride and allow her, meaning Lithia, to do what she wants, meaning give her Crixus. They need to get close to Glabber. Now, question for you guys. Does Body Artist know the deal with Crixus and Lucretia, or is he think just at a dumbass? No, like how can you not realize that? I think right
3: he's now? blinded by other things and not recognizing that.
0: I mean, she says, "Oh, she slights me," I get upset, you know. But yeah. oh my god, like, she <laughs> doesn't.
1: Yeah, her argument doesn't match her response. Right, exactly. If like, yeah, yeah, no, I body artist, I'd be like, "Yo."
0: I mean, it's weird though because you know while they're together, you know. They have slaves here, slaves there, having sex this, having sex that. Why would he actually care about Crixus unless it's the feelings thing? But does he know that? Do you know, that? I don't. I don't know why it would matter. But I
2: as don't... as I'm watching it, no, I, yeah. I don't
0: pick up that Bodyatus
2: knows about the affair. So, but Bodyatus reminds her, "Hey, we still need to keep this connection." Um, and he has a quote that says, "Crassus," meaning Marcus Crassus, is like relative is but a senator glauber outweighs him with that of legatus so to have both of them on our side would have the promise of coin and title and Lucretia snaps back with for our family to rise you would have me kneel to these people which is you know she doesn't like being caged she doesn't like having to concede a lot of things to to appease to these
1: powerful people well i mean she didn't mind it until crixus that's the thing. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, she was doing everything fine, but, like, as soon as she has to give up Crixis, like, she just said, like, you're mine and mine alone. Like
0: Yeah, I mean, right? there's plenty of times where Lucretia gives Lithia a look, you know, behind her back, being like, you really just say that to me? Do you really just slight me like that? But she always has dealt with it. But the Crixus thing, no way. <laughs> right.
2: So the next scene, we're in the gladiators' quarters, um, and Varro comes in with Asher, and Varro's very pissed at Asher, and he's accusing him of lying, and they're exchanging punches. Turns out that Varro has been asking Asher to communicate with his wife outside of the Ludus. And Asher came back with the news that he went to their place and saw blood all over the place, but didn't find any bodies. And Varro doesn't take this news very well.
0: He does not. So they're broken up, you know, they're Varro's attacking Asher. He gets pulled. they get pulled apart and then Va- Varro gets, you know, chained up. He's getting punished.
2: And it's very funny, there's like a role reversal in the beginning of the series when Spartacus was, you know, trying to plan an escape and do these crazy things. It was Varro that was the voice of reason saying, no, that's not how it works here. Like, if you try and do these things, you're you're going to get killed. In this scenario, Varro's thinking of, how can I just get out of here? Maybe I can curry, you know, barter a deal with with to let me just go out for right. one night. And Spartacus says... No, that's just gonna do you a world of trouble. Like you can't just do these things. You got to think rationally. So he kind of talks him off the edge in that in that jail cell.
1: Yeah, complete reversal of earlier. So that's really cool to see.
0: So speaking of Spartacus, playing hard to get with Mira, he's once again visited by her, and she attempts again to lay with him, and he says no. Gotta hurt Um, the ego, man. Yeah, two rejections and two nights. And she tells him, she admits that she's going to be killed if he does not sleep with her. So he says, you can sleep on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> What a God, gentleman. Man. Crazy. So she says, is there not anything I can do for you? And he says, well, you know, there is something you can do for me. Nothing
3: sexual, though. Yeah, no, no. Right. A little scheming from our boy
1: Spartacus.
0: Um, so Varro is released from the chains, and Spartacus immediately tells him that he sent Mir to look for his wife and son, Varro. Loves his boy. Yeah, what a, what a a Bromance, man. Can't yep. stop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then another quick thing in the uh, or the combat area, when they're training, Crixus is trying to do some training, and he notices Navia getting a little chummy with one of the guards. Right. Gets mm-hmm. a little distracted, a little pissed off. Oh, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, he, f- he, he took all of it out on Daro, too. Poor Daro. Yeah. It, or du- I'm sorry, Duro has just been... Um, Taking beatings from yeah, Crichton, the he whole is F- straight like,
3: punching bag. Doctore, yeah. pair
0: him up with somebody yeah. else. Like, come on. So now we have Ashran and is the name I can't remember. Uh, he's the he's the other snake that Badiatus uses. Um, they both arrive at the Ludus and tell Badiatus that the person laying with Salonius' whore was killed, but it was not Salonius; it was one of his men. So they show Badiatus head, and Badiatus tells him send that head to Salonius. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was that was the cock double that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so, he Salonius did heed Asher's warning, sent you know, not himself, and he's going to be getting ahead in the mail. Uh, the, next <laughs> is, <laughs> the next scene is the uh, next scene is Lucretia walking up with Spartacus to prepare him for his night with Lycinia, and she says in the arena, you're champion of Capua. But tonight you're just a common slave. You're gonna cater to her every whim. You're gonna be accommodating. You're gonna be, you know, you're gonna kill it in there, man. Just, just <laughs> do your thing.
1: It worked, man, because he killed it in there. He, <sighs> he got really all did. golded up. Right. He had uh, what mask did he have?
0: Well, why don't you uh, wait a little bit, all right? Because uh, we uh, want to yeah, get yeah, yeah, into yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, there, there's okay, one okay. short
2: scene where Crixus confronts Navia because he saw her flirting with a guard and Navia gets all defensive and it reveals that I was flirting with him because I wanted to steal his key. So now she has the key to Crixus's cage so they can actually meet every night and yeah. they hook
0: up. And Navia she's a strong character, man. She put Cri- uh, Crixus right in his place. You know, I love her as a character yeah. as well. Yeah. It's man.
3: a nice scene of uh, boldness from her. She steals the key from the yeah. guard, she yells at Crixus.
1: Yeah, not her first time, either. like um when Crixus tried to give her a necklace. And then she gave it back, but he like stormed off and didn't answer. Yeah, like she,
0: you know, yelled at him then, and she yelled at him now. Like mighty like, Crixus, man. She tells yep. him what he needs to hear. Yeah. So now, Paul, let's yeah, get into we it. I want to talk
1: about banging. Get right? into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So actually, the first thing I want to say is that seems ungodly uncomfortable to have gold paint all over your body, and you're supposed to like stay in motion with that? Like, that's... that's and it's weird, too,
0: bit. like, is it paint... Are they painted like that every time they're doing this kind of thing? Or is it because he's the champion of Capua, like, the big dog? Like, it's a weird ritual <laughs> is his dong painted gold is
1: honestly the biggest question cuz that shit I think shit it was worked, it was, it sure hurt, it was man. Yeah. oh my god yeah,
2: Spartacus was hanging dong
1: this is
0: the dong episode jesus oh, yeah. prosthetics he's, everywhere
2: he's painted
0: no uh, <laughs> oh, no prosthetics come on
1: you're telling
3: me <laughs> yes oh, i again. guess that was last i'm episode. looking you dead in the eye baby
1: arms sagavax was not oh, a yeah. prosthetic? No, full. That's for real. No, nah, there's no That's way. That's why real. he was cast, dude. Yeah, exactly. What do there's you mean?
3: There's no way a man. Just put it out there. Jack okay. Jacked dude with huge dick. Segvex, I'm sure you get a little line of people coming, like, I'll play Segvax, I
1: will, uh, your actor, I need you to send me a dick pic in on the mail, just so I can confirm.
2: What were we talking about? Are we allowed to say that live on the podcast? Solicit dick pics from actors? Is that, is that legal?
1: We'll have to uh,
0: check on that. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can't, you can't. Blame me for making a joke.
2: (laughs) I'm going to honestly say that's probably the longest single sex scene I've ever seen in a television show. And it was honestly pretty tastefully done. I was thinking (laughs) the whole time I was just like, this is literally what. A Roman person that just has dumb money would do if they wanted an elaborate sex scene. That like they depicted themselves as like a god fucking a goddess. It was it was you know it was tasteful. It was pretty it was cool. Tasteful.
0: And Spark is a stallion, man. There there was no issues. Lucretia should not have been worried about. How long he could last. Yeah, yeah. How dare she throw yeah.
3: that disrespect on our boy's name. Dude,
1: flawless position switches as well. Like, oh my God. No awkward <laughs> elbow to the head or anything. No, one fluid. Flawless. Paul fucked.
2: Flawless. <laughs> Paul's our sex play-by-play guy. We're just the color <laughs> commentary. He's the play-by-play. Um, but anyway, so back to the content of the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah if we can remember. forgot about that. It turns out that Lucretia paired Alith- – she did the switcheroo. Yeah. Under the mask, Spartacus was expecting to see Lycinia, but it's revealed that it was Alithia the entire time, and they both have beef with each other. Neither one of them knew who the other was. Alithia thought she was with Crixus. Spartacus thought sh- uh, he was with Lycania. And Lycania is there for the reveal, starts laughing hysterically, and can't wait to tell everybody how embarrassing it is for Alithia. And Alithia kills her. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: I mean, laughs> That's one it's, way to put it. Stop laughing. I mean, this whole sequence, just like, one of the craziest I've seen in a lot of shows, man. Like, Lucretia's plan, you know, flawlessly done. Literally no idea... With Alithia and Spartacus. Spartacus rips the mask mask off, attacks her, tries to choke her. Then he gets pulled away. Now, like, Kenny is laughing her ass off, and Alithia smashes her face over yeah. and over the, and over. The, the
3: shot from below, where you see, like, the crack yeah. in the forehead, yeah. like, that was, like crazy when i watched that for the first time was wow like, holy fuck i did not think they were gonna it, it, show it like it just that.
1: happened so quickly yeah she was like stop laughing and all of a sudden she gets up sprints over and yeah. rkos her and that the... reminds
3: me of the mountain just crushing over in school was
2: like holy shit yep yep yeah so spartacus has right when spartacus it was revealed that he was with alithia he kind of strangled her for a couple seconds uh the next scene is spartacus with Batiatus, where he's apologizing and there's a good quote that said my hands belonged to a man who is no longer real and that's him referencing his life before being don spartacus because that's that's the him that has beef with alithia for being married to glauber who ruined his life in episode one um, and that person no longer exists. So he's just apologizing and backing up the body artists. I I know my place. I just, that was a jerk reaction. My bad. I couldn't help it. Yeah. yeah my glad. bad. And body says, yeah, that's it. We're cool, dude. Yeah. They, they dab each other up and, <laughs> and oh, they say, bro, forget about
1: it. Yeah. He literally says, uh, Spartacus, your loyalty honors this ludus. So like mm. he, he, Spartacus is his go-to guy now. Like he can trust him with anything. Yeah.
2: So, and then the final, final scene of the episode is Alithia and Lucretia. Alithia is beside herself, just a nervous wreck. Uh, and they they essentially just swear to secrecy, and they become blood sisters. And that is a new relationship that, you know, Lucretia just says the, the friendship's stronger than
1: ever. Yeah, but really, Alithia is just in Lucretia's pocket now. I yeah. mean, she's got that over her. She whispers, I mean, exactly. like, this will be our little secret. Yeah, what For a her. snake move. It's, like, insane that she did that. Well, yeah, she—we didn't even—I was so thrown off at first when, you know, they're in the middle of it, like, going at it, and then creature throws back the curtain. She's like, oh, like, sorry, like Kenya, Alithia's not done with
0: Spartacus, because they didn't take off the mask. I mean, straight up says not done with Spartacus, not saying not done with Crixus. She just says Spartacus. Like, why isn't Alithia—I mean, I know she has to be in her debt now because she's— Got all the dirt now. You know, she killed Lycania. She was banging Spartacus. But Alithia should be pissed.
1: Yeah, what does she say? She says, like, why did you do that? And Lucretia's like, oh, like, no, we're good friends now. She just, like, dodges it completely. Such a weird... Yeah, yeah, I didn't really understand that. Like, how is she not mad, more mad at Lucretia?
0: But the other thing that we didn't say, too, is that Lucretia tells Badiatis right before she meets Alithia that... Like Kenya came in secret, no one was with her, no one knew she was coming, so her death can be kept a secret.
1: So that brings us to episode 10 Party Favors, and this has one of the coolest opening scenes to any of the episodes. You know, it starts out Spartacus and Varro are standing behind the gate ready to enter the arena. Um, you know, is a little upset. He's like, I still haven't heard anything about my wife or child. Um, like, I don't know what to do. And just says, hey, I'm not going to go fight with a man who isn't focused. So like, get your shit together. And God damn, does he get his shit together? They go out there and they are chained together fighting against a bunch of other chained together partners. And this is first, this
0: is Varro's first time actually seen in the arena correct yeah we always see him coming off the arena like just finishing his fight or beginning his fight but we never i don't think we have seen him fight at all and he crushes it
2: yeah he's killing it spartacus and varro are both kind of just handling their respective matchups and you know everything's going part of the course but it's such it's such they're chained together that's such a cool yeah like way to fight
0: the tag team baby
1: oh yeah um you know, Spartacus handles his guy, Varro handles his guy, and, and then they,
2: they got to take on Big Fudge. But well, see, but well, real
1: quick, that, yeah, I love that. the shield jump, dude. He yeah. loves it. Spartacus just goes shield, and Varro's like, okay, I'll assume the position. That's his. That's yeah. his
0: finishing move, man. It's so cool.
1: It's so cool, and yeah, he jumps, slashes a guy, um, yeah, and then Big Poppy's left.
2: And this goes about, as as you would expect, uh, a fight between Varro, Spartacus, and some huge dude would. They wrap their chain around him, and they just pull as if they're playing tug-of-war, and literally just pop his head right off. Oh, yeah. And the crowd loves it. The crowd loves it.
1: Unbelievable amount of Tataj. Dude, the best the part.
2: Of, I mean, okay, not the best part of the show, but.
1: Very underrated
3: part Hilarious of the show. Hilarious. The part crowd
1: reactions are beautiful. Something didn't say. Back in the beginning of episode eight, when he has his montage of killing everybody, they literally show after every kill, some woman, like, flashing the <laughs> crowd. After every single kill, you see at least four or five different pairs. They know what I they're about. They
3: they know their brand, and they do it well. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so, so
2: anyway, during the fight, uh, Badiatis uh, always, you know, playing the politician sets up a birthday for the magistrate Calavius's son to be held at the Ludus.
1: Um, always gaining favor.
2: Yeah, so Spartacus and Varro win. The next scene that we have is in the Gladiator's quarters, and we find out that Mira has found Varro's wife, Aurelia, and brought them to the ludus.
1: Yeah, and Varro is so happy. He's a like, completely different person now.
0: Yeah, and during the fight, really quick, it was noted by the Magistrate's wife that Alithia was absent, and Lucretia has to tell her she's unwell but nothing too serious, so we do get to that later. Yeah.
3: Just the murder of the richest woman in Rome. All right. That's yeah, all. cool.
1: Uh, one other cool scene, too, is when Varro and Spartacus are returning uh, when they first entered the gates of the Ludus. You know, all the gladi- gladiators were cheering. They were like, ah, Spartacus and Varro, like we're so happy to see you back. And then, you know, you see Crixus, and he's, like, literally kicking sand. Like, he's so mad. Yep. Yeah, and Doctora comes up to him, and he's like, don't worry. Like, you know, you'll get your shot. Yep.
2: So when he... I- uh varro's wife tells him that you know the reports that asher sent back are because she actually killed titus the man who raped her and impregnated her so that's what the blood was and she had to flee the scene because titus was you know relative. he was known in the markets so that could have been bad if that was found out. But Voro, you know, reconciles with his wife, and they have this nice moment where and he says, I don't care if he's the father, like you're raising this kid in, in your body, I, w- I want to be the father. So they kind of,
1: you know, patch things up. Patch Good guy. things up. Good guy Bar. Yeah, they
2: patch things up. Exactly. You know
1: what comes up after that? The makeup sex. Which is always the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: so anyway, the next scene is Alithia, and Lucretia and Alithia is still just she's kind of going a little bit crazy in the wakes of this this whole Ikenia situation and Lucretia tells her that her absence was noted and essentially just says hey you know this party that we're having for the magistrate's son is going to be the perfect opportunity for you to go out in public again and she hands her a list of essentially Roman A-listers that she says get these people, go out in town, and, and tell these people to to come to the party.
0: So, next we have Badiatis summoning Spartacus and Crixus and letting them know that Numerius has requested that they fight for a celebration. Uh, we have a little past versus present throwdown. Badiatis explains that this is only an exhibition, no bloodshed or injuries are going to be tolerated, and he tells him, "All right, now get out of here, pretty much." But after Crixus leaves, he tells Spartacus to stay back, um, and he actually says, "Make it a show, but take it easy on Crixus." Right? Yeah. Like, would you ever think that we would hear that?
1: <laughs> yeah, he brought this house great honor not too long ago. Don't embarrass him. him. Don't embarrass him too badly.
0: Yeah. So then he shows uh, Barbata shows Spartacus a statue. That he has with his name carved into it, adding him to the list of champions of the House of Badiatis. Uh, Was there anything else on a statue? I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't
1: just his head? Why is it that the only two things they want to make a statue out of to remember Gladiator is his head and his cock? Like Why? I
0: didn't even realize that his dick was there. Are you, you serious? On the statue? What?
1: I swear to God! Oh my God! How I could you miss, miss it? Nah. All right, you guys need to rewash this. Obviously, you're not watching close enough.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the disappointment but but in his wait, voice. Wait. So let me also just say, like, is that supposed to be St- Sparkis' face? Because Body Odyssey's statue is pretty. Statue is pretty hilarious. Looks just like him. Definitely. And Spark is just like a dude's
1: head, yeah, it's like a generic dude. About yeah. that, too.
2: Yeah. I don't know. We're his just penis looks to exactly the
1: same, him. though, apparently. so.
2: Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> moving right along here. Um, so they learn that Spartacus and Crixus are going to fight. Uh, Navia and Hector, who is the guard, kind of have this exchange wherein he accuses her of having stolen his key. And Navia, again, kind of bares her fangs and stands up for herself and says, Well... I think she threatens to tell the Domina, which is Lucretia, about, you know, why are you letting slaves steal your keys? Like, how are you getting duped? And they they kind of just back off from each other. Yeah, and
0: she also says only Domina's hands touch my touch me and, right. you know, and your hands will not. Right.
2: Smart play to blackmail like that. Now, Navy is smart, and she's – I feel like she's – higher in the pecking order than a common slave being like the Domina's direct handmaiden. Are you kind of picking up on that too, Jimmy? Like she kind of does have some pool. Uh, Lucretia trusts her even though she shouldn't cause Hmm. she's fucking her man. Well,
1: Navy just gets pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Navy has been around. um, She's been Lucretia's like right hand maid for, since she was a little girl. So, Navia has grown up in the, the Ludus. Um, so, you know, Lucretia can trust her, or so she thinks, and Navia knows how things work, and she's not afraid to stand up for herself.
2: So, real quick, we have a scene with Body Artist and Lucretia wherein we see that Body Artist is planning to ask, use this whole party as a stepping stone to ask the magistrate for his support in running for political office. And he also says he wants to invite Salonius to the party just just to rub it in his face, essentially. Mm-hmm. To which Lucretia warns him, you taunt an injured snake, one that may still turn around and fight. But Badiatis brushes that aside. He doesn't care. He just wants to fuck with Salonius, which <laughs> I respect. I respect. Uh but the next scene we return to the ludus and Jimmy you want to take us.
0: Yeah, um after night falls we have Crixus and Navia secretly meeting as they usually do. Uh Crixus tells Navia that he will kill Spartacus uh and that's worrying Navia. Um you know, she says, you know, you, you you're supposed to just do an exhibition, you're not supposed to kill him, you're going to get in trouble, you're going to get yourself killed. But just like you said Brian with Batiatus, he kind of brushes that off as well. And they begin to kiss, and we hear the little rattlesnake going. We hear the rattles, and there's Asher watching from above, yeah. always in the right spot.
1: Yeah, so that uh, ended up happening because Asher was playing that weird checkers game with Otis mm-hmm. and Spartacus gets summoned, and Spartacus, you know, ends up making a move for Asher, and it ends up, you know, making him win. So Otis is like, "Oh, Asher, go get some wine." Uh, and Spartacus sit down, <laughs> I want to play with you instead. So Asher's pissed. Mm-hmm. But on the way to get down to the wine cellar, that's when he oh, okay. that's okay. when he sees right. them.
3: So that game, that weird game, called Ludus Latron Coolerum. Right.
1: I don't know how so it works, go. but it's cool, but well, thank you for that. Yeah.
2: The more you know. So anyway, Badiotis and Spartacus, while they're playing we're gonna call it chess. That was that was great <laughs> piece of knowledge, but we're gonna yeah, call I'm down it with that chess. Too. <laughs> Um Bodiatus actually drops a line about his father, says his father never aspired to be anything higher than what he was, and that was a lanista far from rome he He was pretty content being that uh Lucretia comes in, you know dismisses Spartacus they tell him to leave, and Lucretia is a little bit pissed at Bodiatus for playing chess over wine with Spartacus. And she also makes a point to say, You never did that with Crixus. Right. Like, why are you <laughs> doing it with Spartacus? It's so obvious Lucretia's into Crixus. Oh, yeah. And it's going it's right ridiculous. Over body
0: head. Yeah, I mean, but and she reminds him listen, you are above Spartacus. You know, she's yep. very, very proud. Um, so after Spartacus is dismissed, he sees a guard being physically aggressive with Mira and accusing her of being a thief spartacus intervenes and presses the guy's face against the torch man burning the shit out of him yeah, poor hector I think
2: th- that was hector the same yeah guy. that's hector it, yeah same th- i think he he's deserved a name because he he's been a recurring character yeah that's true that's
1: so true it's he was interrogating mira because he still can't find the key right
0: right and navia did say i'm pretty sure she said go ask someone else or whatever yeah you know
1: so body comes in and he's like yo what the hell's going on here?" Um. And Hector says she's a thief and he says, What what is he what did she steal? And he's like, Uh never mind. Because yeah. about it. <laughs> if I tell you that she stole my key, you're gonna kill me for losing the key. Uh, takes away the next month
2: coin from Hector and dismisses him and then Spartacus tries to apologize calmly and Badiata says, No, you you do not lay hands on my guards, like you are a slave, know your place. Like that was not you you overstep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I was just defending you, like to Lucretia, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're putting your hands on my guards. Yep. Like, no. He said like Ida would have you lashed until your skin was off your back, but we have the games tomorrow. Well, so, not the games; terrible. it's the party. I'm tomorrow. sorry, the, party. the party tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. right?
2: So yes, which segues us perfectly into the magistrate's arrival, which is several hours before the party is supposed to start. His son. Numerius. The name is Numerius. Mm-hmm. So Numerius goes off with Spartacus and to take a tour of the ludus, and then Alithia, Lucretia, and uh, Calavius' wife walk off, leaving the Magistrate and Badiatus.
0: Yeah, and we have a little bit of foreshadowing here at some point. I don't remember the exact moment, but Alithia is looking down on the training session, and she sees Var and Spartacus being bros. You know, they're laughing, they're <laughs> joking,
1: they're, they're you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, Spartacus was acting like he got his finger pinched. And yeah. Varo was like, oh, let me see. And like, as soon as his face gets real close, he just slaps him real quick and they start yep. laughing. Yeah, they're total bros. Uh,
2: I can't continue with this I episode, know! man, because we know. all know how it's going to end. It's hard. Um, so, but anyway, so uh, Spartacus and The Magistrate's son are in the Ludus on the fighting grounds. Crixus makes an example of Duro.
3: Again. Uh, Again. Yeah, again.
2: Duro really is just kind of the punching bag. But Duro keeps getting up and and kind of earns the respect of the Ludus, really, because uh, in a prior scene, I think he gave the concession two fingers up. This time he keeps standing up and just taking the beatings. I think he gets up on three or four separate occasions Until he's finally down for the count, Crixus walks up, and then there's a roar of applause for Duro, uh, to which Spartacus says to the Magistrate's son, Sometimes fights aren't won by force, but by will. Uh, This round of applause is a sign of respect for his courage. And again, I just have to comment on how much I love the brotherhood between gladiators. Like, they're acknowledging that Duro is taking the next step into embracing the gladiatorhood ship.
0: Yeah, it's... That's not a word. There's a, <laughs> <that sounded laughs> there's a code. There's a code. Right. So, Numerius returns from the grounds with uh, with the rest of the, the higher-ups, and he's pretty dirty from the day. He's got the sand and the dirt all over him. Comes he's,
1: in at the worst timing, too, because Badiatis and the yes. magistrate were talking, and just as Badiatis is about to say, hey, I have intro- interest towards politics as well... Numerius runs in. I wish yep. he
0: would have been able to get it out now because he would not have let the next part happen <laughs> otherwise Yeah. if he would have got shut down this early. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the next part is, you know, Numerius is having that bath, and uh, I'm not going to get too into it, but Alithia seduces him. Yeah, there
1: should be rattlesnake
0: sounds for her. Yeah, my God. 15-year-old f- Numerius, you know?
2: <laughs> and that's actually all we see is... You know, her trying to seduce him, and then we go on to the next screen. We don't really know what was said between the two, what was discussed, or what was done even. Uh, But the next scene is us at the party.
0: Yeah, and then during the celebration, during the party, Mira approaches Spartacus and tells him she's grateful for him coming to her aid. And again, for the third time... (laughs) He says, I would have done it for any other woman, and yes. you're not special, Mira. <laughs> yeah, great she quote. Said,
2: she says, My heart swells for you. And Spartacus says, Then deflate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That is laughs> so funny. And then she walks away and just says, You're an ass. Oh, and yeah. then my just God. like steams off. Voro's loving it too. Voro just like yeah. keeps cracking up at it. More bro
0: stuff. Though.
3: Is mm-hmm. that when he says uh, the champion of Kapoor, like always making friends? Yeah. And he's yeah, like, I yep. need but one. Yep. It's like, Good
2: for you because that's literally all you have. Yeah. <laughs>
3: After oh, that, switches.
2: <laughs> after that, they look over at Crixus, too, who's yep. seeing the whole thing unfold.
1: Yeah. Um, also at this party, um, you know, Salonius was invited and once again, just openly hitting on Lucretia. Like, mm-hmm. not trying to be discreet or hiding it at all.
2: Body does immediately come over and just, like, make fun of him relentlessly, though. I didn't put down <laughs> any quotes, but I know it happened. Uh,
1: he has so many zingers, yep. you can't say them all.
2: He said... It was something about the magistrate. He says, did you get a chance to have a com- conversation with Calavius? He said, no, not yet. He was busy. And Bariatis says, oh, I'm sure I'll make time later in the evening to talk to people of lesser status. <laughs> Just completely <laughs> bold. I love Bariatis is such a dick, and I love it. Yeah. Anyway, so did you do Salonius then in another room sees Asher looking at Navia, and they kind of have – you don't know what strings – Asher is pulling here, but he's kind of keeping that that flame between him and him and Solonius alive. Yep,
0: yep, yeah, and he's giving Navia that look because you know he has some dirt, knows you know? about
2: Crixus exactly.
0: So Salonius asks Asher, you know, why was I invited? And Asher says, literally, the only reason is so we can uh, so could embarrass you. He, he wanted you to be humiliated. <laughs> yep.
2: So here it comes. God. Yeah, we're going to fast forward to the fight that we never wanted to happen. As we know, uh, Numerius wanted Crixus and Spartacus to fight in the exhibition, but as the fight is being announced to the party, there's a change of plans, and Numerius decides he no longer wants to see Crixus, even throws some shade at Crixus, says he's past his prime, (laughs) and says, I want to see Varro versus Spartacus instead.
0: Yeah, and Spartacus and Varro look pleased, man. They look, you know, Vera's like, "Oh, did you did you do this for me? Like, maybe the gods are on my yep. side, you know." Ugh. Oh my god, what a sad line that is. And you know, they have a nice, friendly exhibition, very honorable fight. And you know, uh, gets a, a slice on uh, Spartacus, but you know, Spartacus is the victor. Yeah,
1: yeah, he gets him in his flank, which in the beginning that, of right. the episode, you know. He whooped him on the training ground ga- grounds and said, "Hey, like protect your flank." And it came back. And maybe if he just protected his flank, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I don't want to even
2: like keep going through this, but we will. We are a podcast; it's what we do. <laughs> um. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Spartacus. the fu- The fight is over. You know, he has him at sword to neck. And they look up at Numerius. Badiata says, ah, oh, yes, they fought valiantly. Numerius decide their fates. And he puts up his fist. And the thumb goes down. Oh. And everyone's like, what the nobody hell? knows what's up because yeah. it's this 16-year-old calling the shots. And everybody just assumed that wasn't going to be a I thing. I mean, and
0: it's an exhibition. It was agreed. that there w- he, did, he was saying pass judgment as like a courtesy. You know, to Nereus, right, Exactly, but I mean,
2: he Alithia, did, that, that bitch. Yeah. yeah, they keep showing Alithia. That smirk. every other shot. Yeah, is yeah. Alithia they show her smirk like and her little grin. Yeah. It. So they're. That's what was discussed
1: when she was seducing him. Um, and it ba- seems. Bodyodis is saying like, M- Magistrate Calavius, like this is purely exhibition. Like, you, please, like I don't want to lose one of my men. And Calavius is like, oh, like. He's just a slave. Like, I'll reimburse you. I'm like, fucking
2: pieces. He's not just
3: a slave. boy.
2: Varro. <laughs> so anyway, the magistrate backs his son and se- essentially puts Badiatis in a position where, you know, execute Varro or...
0: Lose all favor. You'll lose all my
2: favor. Exactly. Now, if and that, that puts...
0: Go ahead. If that conversation would have happened and the magistrate would have told Bariatis... That you're not fit for politics, you're lesser than us. Would he have let that happen to our boy? No, absolutely not no, such no. a
1: good point. Numerius yeah. interrupting. Son of a bitch. Numerius interrupting ruined it, and then Numerius fucking ruined it again.
0: So, Badiatis gives the orders. He says, Spartacus Kilvero, and Spartacus is visibly shaken, man. He can't S- do it.
1: Spartacus
2: won't do it, and... I will die on the hill that he wouldn't do he will, it. Yeah. The guard started moving in and Varo looks up. He says, don't try anything. They'll kill us both. There literally is no choice here. Spartacus says, there's always a choice. Varo says, not this time. It, like, they're going to kill us both or you're going to kill me. And he literally pulls the sword down into his own shoulder. And he
0: gives a speech with the sword in his (laughs) shoulder. And he does say, like, you know, you need to take care of my wife and child. You need to live for that reason. But he gives the whole speech with a sword in his neck, man. What a badass. He dies at the hands of a gladiator, but not
3: in
1: the arena, which is sad. Which is, you know, that they hated that. Or Spartacus at least hated that. He said he was some... Uh, Child's play thing
0: He didn't die An honorable
1: death In the arena
0: Yeah because I mean You know Spartacus has to Finish him off He comes to tears He's pulled away Alithia again Is smiling And now Like you said We have We have um, You know Spartacus Looking over Vero You know And he talks to Doctore Saying you know You know is trying to say You know He's a gladiator He'll He'll be remembered As a gladiator He died honorably and Spartacus says, no, he will be remembered as a husband and a father. You know, so there's no honor in the way that he died.
3: It's a, more honored to be remembered as a husband and a father. Exactly.
2: This one sucks. And I kind of, like, I think we both saw it co- coming, Jimmy. Like You guys he, said he it just,
1: in the first episode. Yeah, I don't did. know if you remember, you, but at the end.
2: There's not too many things going right for Spartacus. And, you know, like, he he's not supposed to have a good life. and Varo was part of things that made him happy. So taking, (laughs) killing him was just such an obvious thing to do. I, I wasn't expecting
0: that manner, and that was a phenomenal way to do it. I mean, geez, but I was not expecting that, you know, it starts
3: off as a great Varo episode. Oh my gosh.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I have to appreciate how cunning Alithia was to kind of orchestrate that whole situation by, like, going after Numerius, seducing him, and then, like, se- like it just sucks. Var was an awesome character, and he did go out with a great episode, I He think. did. He
0: really did. I mean, they did really good at just throwing the bromance vibes yeah, throughout this yeah, whole yeah, episode, you so really, a little bit, you know, that really, like, tugs, really tugs at the heartstrings, man. I cried. <sighs> I cried the first time I watched it. Yeah, man. So now, you know, here's the big conversation. We have Badiatis telling the magistrate that he has interest in politics. And, um, you know, the magistrate tells him, you know, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he says, leave politics,
1: sorry, bro. Leave politics yeah. to the men with breeding for it. <sighs> like uh, what a well, whack way to say that
2: yeah yeah he completely denied him and body Artist, to his credit was completely accommodating of calavius like throughout the entire series from episode three i think calavius was introduced body Artist has been like playing the part doing all the things right and as someone who's observing this like it seems like body Artist would be fit for politics you yeah know? like I, mean... I, I was actually kind of surprised to see the magistrate completely shut down I mean, his yeah, I
0: was expecting maybe, like, some kind of, like, courtesy because of everything Badiatis did, but right. telling him no at the same time. But he just straight up shut him down, you know? Not only that, but he shut him down and
1: learned that Salonius was actually yes. in the magistrate's ear. So the magistrate was getting better relationship with Salonius because they had to go off and do business while Badiatis was told to stick to training gladiators. Mm -hmm.
2: Right, I was just about to say to rub salt in the wound like Salonius kind of ushers him away to end the conversation and Lucretia sees what happened and rushes up and asks how did it go? What did the magistrate say? Or what did the magistrate bring up? And he said something that will be answered in blood. (laughs) So Badiatis he's going to start scheming against the magistrate and the magistrate just made a very powerful enemy whether he knows it or not a very yeah. cra- he definitely doesn't know it a very crazy enemy yeah. someone who's going to go to lengths to get his revenge um and then to wrap this episode up is spartacus in his cell coming to terms with what just happened to varro his only friend in the ludus and he is he's in a bad place yep. Uh, he starts kind of trashing his own his own quarters, and Mira comes in to comfort him, and that,
1: that is the end of the episode. Wrecks the wall with his punching fist. in the wall like He crazy. had blood splatters on his face from punching the wall, and it splattering back on him. like he, That's crazy. Wow, he yeah. was uh, wrecked. But,
0: you know, finally, him and Mira let go.
1: Oh, yeah, a nice little moment, finally. After right. all the rejections, she still goes back to comfort him. Yeah, he loses him. one friend and gains another. Yes. R.I.P. Varo. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. We love you. Rips that, in the chat. That, that was, was a good one. The end of episode 11. And uh, guys. Episode 10. 10. 10. I wish it I'm was the end sorry. Of episode yeah, was 11. Then we would just have done, done our, to our say, jobs. Guys, we did it again. <laughs> we did it again. We um we went a little over um our time limit here. We got just too much passion. Okay? I'm just
3: passionate. Yeah. There's we want no like, to talk about now, though. There's so many more characters, so many more relationships going on, things happening. We
2: like to think that if you guys are watching, listening to this podcast seven years after the show originally ran, that you're okay with us dissecting it in a little bit more detail, so this for hopefully you, guys. you don't mind that we
1: <laughs> did it again. Yeah, so what do you guys think? Uh, what are you looking forward to, new guys?
0: I said it last time, and I'm going to say it again. When the hell are we going to get Glabber back to get his ass whooped?
2: (laughs) Glabber has been—his absence has been noted. Um, Yeah, I would like to see Glabber
0: back. Yeah. I mean, Alithia's really turned into the—you know, into one of the big bads right now, you know, but it's— you know, not the same. You know, it's not the same. You want Spartacus to yeah. keep Labraz. She's ass. a schemer, not yeah, like a fighter. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, I would also say Spartacus is getting a little too comfortable as the champion of Capua. I would like to see someone rise up and challenge him for that spot. Crixus also hasn't really done too. He's been down in the dumps recently, but it, it seems like he's right on that fringe of. Uh, being able to to be back into fighting shape. So I'd yeah. like to see that going well, forward. Well, he's pretty and clearly cl- second string.
0: Yeah, and I at this point, I really would like to see a fair fight with both healthy Spartacus versus Crixus just to see what would happen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah, all right. So three episodes left in this first season, guys. Uh, what we're going to do next episode, next Bingetown TV episode, we're going to talk about episodes 11 and 12. And then we're actually going to have a separate episode all together for the finale. So that's a wrap for us, guys. If you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe to our show on Spotify and Apple. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thanks for listening.
3: We love you guys.